Welcome to Pageant Planet's podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another Pageant Planet podcast. This is a podcast for contestants who want to be inspired and discover how to win the crown. Today, Jesse and myself, we are going to cover the life of Gracie Hunt. And Gracie, she's a pageant queen from Texas. She's a Special Olympics Unified Global Ambassador and a model for NFL Sports Apparel. Gracie grew up in a family that was passionate about sports and about pageantry. Her grandfather and father were iconic leaders in starting numerous sports teams and leagues. Gracie's dad is the current co-owner of Kansas City Chiefs. And for those of you who do not live inside of the United States and maybe you don't watch American football, the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. And on the other hand, Gracie's mother is a former pageant queen, and now both Gracie and her younger sister have both taken in their mother's footsteps. Yeah, Gracie has used fashion, fitness, sports, and pageantry to share her story and her platform to unify people from different backgrounds and promote inclusion worldwide. She is a firm believer that when one door closes, there are several others that open. And today, we are going to look closer and uh, some of the doors that Gracie has walked through. So Gracie Hunt was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, was raised by her mother, Tavia Shackles, and her father, Clark Hunt. And Gracie has a younger sister named Ava and a younger brother who's 17. And her and her sister share a birthday. And just two weeks ago, on March 29th, 2020, Gracie turned 21 and Ava turned 14. So happy birthday to them. Happy belated. And Grace grew up in a sports-loving family, naturally. Her grandfather, Lamar Hunt, is known for founding several sports leagues and teams, including the American Football League in 1960, which eventually became the NFL, and the North American Soccer League, which eventually became the MLS, the Major League Soccer. And her family is also involved in the NBA and are a minority owner in the NBA team, the Chicago Bulls, NBD. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> like, Several so- – yeah. go ahead. So when I was reading up on, on Gracie um, – heading into this, I was, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. Because what started my pageant journey was the dream of owning the Chicago Bears, like when I was 12. Mm-hmm. And so when I was sawing, seeing like her uh, granddad was responsible for basically starting the NFL, it was kind of a cool circle around. I'm like, oh, I get you. This is really cool. So I mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. And then I was telling Renata about Gracie. Renata's my wife, for those of you that don't know. And she was like, um, what like what does she look like? Like what, what's her Instagram? So she pulled up her Instagram. She was like, Oh my gosh, she's beautiful. <laughs> she's like, Look, oh my wow, look, look, Steve, look. I'm like, okay, I'm preparing for the podcast. I'm like, I was like, wow, yeah, she is pretty full. But you also you know, gotta be careful on how many adjectives you use. But she's a very like, you know, in the presence of your wife, but she is like she's a very pretty girl. So, you know, it, it was it was cool to see it all full circle. Yeah, they've been blessed from all angles for sure. Mm-hmm. So several soccer teams that Gracie would have watched growing up due to her family having part ownership of them, including the Kansas City 
whoa, Kansas City <laughs> Wizards. I was looking at the next one already. The Columbus Crew and FC Dallas. And when Gracie's grandfather passed away in 2006, her father took on the role of chairman and CEO of the now Super Bowl champions, the Kansas City Chiefs, as you mentioned. And this is essentially where Gracie got her pageant platform and her entrance into modeling. So both sides of the coin. She began as an NFL women's model in 2012 when she was just 13. And at the time, she was not considering being a professional model at all. Yeah, now Gracie is one of the number one models for the Chiefs NFL apparel eight years later. Her mom, Tavia, hosts an annual Chiefs-style lounge where Gracie and her sister, Ava, model some of the latest NFL apparel looks. And now that the Kansas City Chiefs just won the Super Bowl, we know that we're going to be seeing a lot more of Gracie all over Instagram as fans flock to buy their gear. Well, I don't think we talk about this in this podcast, actually, Stephen, but the Hunts are so generous in the pageant community. They host a ton of title holders at their home to help them prepare for various pageants. And I, I, I'm not, I didn't look into this because I just thought of it now, but I think Savvy Shields was the co-host of the last Chief Style Lounge. So the Hunts in general are just so ingrained in the pageant community and they support title holders like tremendously. So kudos to them. Yeah. And I mean, I have not had the privilege of beating them, but you said that they're just like salt of the earth, really down to the earth, kind of like just real down to earth people and just really sweet. Yeah. I was in the makeup room um, during her farewell pageant. I was, I was the MC of that pageant that year and they were just so kind. You would never have known um, who they were. They were just so sweet, so gracious, like can't say a bad word about them. Yeah. That's Um, great. It's always great to hear on that other side because, you know, sometimes when you see celebrities or people that have um, accomplished a lot or come from families that have, um, you know, nice means that you're always like, I wonder how they are behind the scenes. So it is always like, like, that's great. Like, I'm glad you have a lot, you know, like, congratulations. Mm -hmm. It always makes me feel really good. Yeah. So beyond that, like she's appeared in print ads in Teen Vogue, Seventeen, Sports Illustrated, Elle, Glamour and Girls Life. Yeah. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like the, we should name the, the podcast NBD. Yeah. The story of Gracie Hunt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be really, she might chuckle. Other people, I could see social media getting up in arms about it. Um, but yeah, it, it could be that that would be a really funny title. So the moment that the Chiefs won the Super Bowl was an exceptionally proud moment for Gracie and her family, and they could be seen in front of the cameras celebrating their victory and kissing the Vince Lombardi trophy. Again, for those of you that maybe don't follow the NFL, that because Renata was like, what's the Vince Lombardi trophy? That's like the trophy that they get like when they win the Super Bowl, and it's very iconic, and all the athletes kiss it, and you know, and Gracie. So, Yep. And Gracie has always had a close relationship with her family and with God. She is frequently posting on social media, sharing her gratitude and Bible passages for the victories her family has experienced. And aside from being associated with the number one football team in the NFL, Gracie is also going through college. She's studying business and journalism at Southern Methodist University. Yeah, and you can also learn more about Gracie's passion for all things sports, beauty, fitness, and fashion through her blog, Living Gracefully, which is such a cute name, like really good play on words there. It's very her as well from what I've seen. And although she could easily be riding the coattails of her family's fame and success, she prides herself on being an independent woman who is building her own empire and coming from a well-known family doesn't guarantee a winner in pageantry, but combined with hard work, ambition, and determination, it can be a real recipe for success. And we're going to hear more about her pageant journey shortly, but I want to take time to do a quick coaching moment. 
And that's like make your own life. Well, Gracie is part of her family and their success in sports and pageantry. She's still working to make her own platform and future. She's utilizing the skills and talents her family has. And she's allowing that to guide her through the same avenues of fitness and fashion, but adding her own twist on it. So this is huge. This is where it really sets herself apart. She blogs, she models, she started her own nonprofit organization. We'll hear more about that too. But you don't have to be a carbon copy of what's expected of you. You can take all of the blessings that you have in your life from whether it's family, whether it's friends, whether it's um, business acumen, and you can turn that into something else. So you can be a standout in whatever your circumstances. Yeah. And I like how she really embraced her, her family. I, I have a, I want to use the term loosely of friend, but, um, he comes from like his, uh, um, his uncle was one of the original people in a very high, well-known internationally known investment firm. Like, mm. um, so, and, well, it was Goldman Sachs, so <laughs> I mean, why not? But he, on the other hand, he like kind of puts it down or like doesn't even acknowledge and like mm. runs away and attempts to make his life, you know, more relatable to somebody like me. I'm like, oh, it's cool. You didn't grow up like I did. That's totally fine. I care zero. Um, <laughs> but I didn't even know that because I was like, because he was like, oh, how'd you start your business? So I was just kind of telling him about like my little bit of a story. He was like, oh, me too. And then tried to relate. But I'm like, that's that's not how it happened. <laughs> I mean, I came, I found out like months and months and months later when I was telling my, our mutual friend about it. I'm like, oh man, his journey is so crazy. Like I went to college with him. It did not happen like that at all <laughs> i was like really he's like at all i was like oh, okay um but the the whole thing is like I, what i like about what gracie's doing is that she's um she's basically not running away from who she is but leveraging the certain parts and then making it her own which is what you very much teach about pageantry so never run away from who you are whether it's um, like your story was one of struggle or one of privilege it doesn't matter it's how you embrace it and how you spin it and make it your own and and like give it back to the world yeah that's a great point yeah so <laughs> i still remember my friend darwin being like yeah not at all <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh okay got it um, so Gracie's Instagram bio states knows more about football and football and, you know, it's F U T B O L, uh, than most dudes. And that's probably accurate. And so this is most likely true since, you know, of course her family owns the Kansas city chiefs and the FC Dallas sports teams. And growing up, Gracie was never on the sidelines. Her father instilled in her a passion for soccer from a young age. And from the ages of four to 17, soccer was life for Gracie's upbringing. For Gracie, playing soccer taught her to work as a team towards a common goal and to never let a setback ruin the overall achievement. Yeah, how was that again? That was Gracie's life. Soccer is life. Like, have you heard <laughs> people say that? Like, like, like cheese for me is life. Like, that's how I would equate it for Okay, me. got it. <laughs> so one notable success of hers was winning the state championship with a varsity high school team. The hours of work and preparation that you have to put in with a team in order to reach that kind of level of success is truly physical and emotionally and mentally victory, much like a pageant. I would say so. And she decided to try out 
for the FC Dallas Special Olympic soccer team, which brings people of all abilities together. So um, for those of you that are familiar with Special Olympics, which is a global organization, it's um, those with disabilities that are able to excel in sports and, and experience that level of achievement and pride in themselves, which I love. If you've never been to a Special Olympics event, I would highly recommend it. And so in the soccer team, when they all play together, barriers do not exist. So she played here for two years and then became an ambassador for the team. Mm, yeah. And like we said before, Gracie's just not one of those to sit on the sidelines. That was until she suffered from four concussions and she was told that she wasn't going to be able to play her favorite sport again without the risk of permanent injury. And life can change in a moment, just like we saw. And But luckily for Gracie, she was taught something by her friends on the FC Dallas Special Olympics team. The greatest disability in life is a bad attitude. So love that. Yeah. Yep. She remembered that she is not defined by her hobbies and that she would still be able to be part of the team as an ambassador and a motivator. Yeah, Gracie looked back on the mission trips that she had gone through, through the slums of Brazil, South Africa, and orphanages in um, Zambia. Working in these environments, she saw that there are many barriers that could be divisive, including language, ethnicity, and cultural values. However, however, it was when she was playing soccer and other games on these trips that she saw how sports served as a universal language. And I, it really does. I, I remember mm-hmm. I was in um, Panama on a mission trip. And I, I didn't know, a, I mean, very fragmented Spanish. And, but when we bought out a basketball, it's like everybody came and we just started passing and playing and like shooting the hoop and all this kind of stuff. And it was like, everybody got along. We were high-fiving and, you know, again, fragmented language and all that. But it really does bring people together. Well, that's why the Olympics are so critical. Like I am an Olympics freak. I love them. And I think the world should shut down for that two weeks um, to be able to watch and celebrate and support their countries um, because it's the same thing. Like you you celebrate, one, these people that worked their entire lives to get to the pinnacle of their sport and two, they're representing their country. So it is so unifying, so exciting. And um, the Olympic Village is where all of the athletes from every country are. And I watch every documentary about every Olympics because why not? And they always <laughs> talk about how easily they all get along and communicate even if they don't speak the same languages because of this like, common experience yeah and it also i mean it leads me back to pageantry too do you remember what uh, the podcast that we did gosh it's been six months ago but on julia morley about um how her and her husband started miss world and she was saying that pageantry or like miss world brings like countries and peoples together even more so than the olympics um and she had her justification for that on that podcast so it was um it is interesting how these things, like what we're involved with in pageantry and Olympics and how it really does, gosh, um, it, it transcends language barriers. Mm-hmm. And this is what really gave Gracie the inspiration to start her platform, which was Breaking Barriers Through Sports, which eventually became a nonprofit organization which uses sports as lessons to bond people and promote inclusion worldwide. And through fundraisers, online auctions, by collecting donations, Gracie has been able to donate tens of thousands of dollars. And the proceeds from her online auctions benefit those with intellectual and financial disadvantages. Yeah. And Building this platform um, of her own experience really allowed her to connect on a deeper level with the people that she wanted to help. And this empowered her to continue this as her platform and as she ventured into the pageant world. This is a huge coaching moment for me, Stephen, because so many people in life, you see, they, they miss out on a goal and they give up. 
and they're depressed and they don't know how to carry on and they're bitter for the rest of their lives. I mean, you've seen people like that, right? Oh, completely. Like in business, like you try to launch a business, the business fails and then like you're a train wreck. Right. And if so for the coaching moment, if a goal of yours is no longer attainable, whether it's due to timing, injury, setback or any other barrier, don't stop being involved if it's your passion. You need to find ways to carry on in a new way. So Gracie, probably sitting in the doctor's office, was told about um, the risk of what comes with having four concussions and a young life. She could have wallowed for life that she could never play soccer again. But immediately she was able to turn that into inspiration of, no, I can still be involved in this sport because it's my passion and here's how I'm going to do it. So find new ways, whether whether it's a pageant. If you've aged out of your goal pageant, okay, take a moment to reset. You're allowed to cry. You're allowed to be upset. You're allowed to like experience that loss. But if you found joy in pageantry and the personal development, become a director, become a retailer, become a coach, become just an avid supporter, a choreographer. There's so many ways for you to stay involved. Don't let your loss define the entire experience and don't let it, don't let it make you lose your passion. Yeah. And there's a, a great book on this and I've made reference to it in a few other podcasts, but it's called Psycho Cybernetics. And it says that there's two ways that your mind works, just basically two, to accomplish any goal or to function. And one of it is through failure. Like your mind actually learns through failure. Um, and even as you're reaching for a pin, your, your mind adjusts and moves your muscles and all that based on failure, course correcting by your eyes and all that. So it's really interesting um, how you can take that failure and make it actually mean something or you just take it and let it embody you, you course correct a little bit and shift your way and then absolutely you'll you'll get to ultimately where I believe you'll get to where you want to end up. Um, it just might look different than how you thought it would in the beginning of your journey. doesn't make it wrong. It'll look different and it'll be much more rewarding. Absolutely. And inspirational. Yeah. Agreed. Yep. So um, Gracie's mother, Tavia Shackles, is a successful pageant competitor herself. She grew up in Missouri and won the titles of Miss Lee's Summit and then subsequently Miss Missouri's Teen USA. She placed in the top 12 at nationals in 1990. And she was also Miss Kansas USA and second runner up to Miss USA. So pretty great. Yeah, a little legacy there. And, and honestly, she looks the same. <laughs> she looks incredible. I'm like, oh, she could she could compete today in any category and, and win. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, coming from a family who is already familiar with the process and nature of pageantry can definitely be of benefit when it comes to supporting a contestant or family member who is competing. It can be nice to have a parent who understands the demands of time and preparation that one would have to invest in order to be successful. And this surely allowed both Gracie and her sister Ava to pursue pageantry, especially when Texas is very well known for being competitive pageant state. Like that's an understatement, I think. And her younger sister won Miss Preteen Texas International 2018. Yeah, Gracie's first pageant uh, that she chose to compete in was Miss Texas Teen International in 2016. And the pageant is based on platform and community service and Gracie's experience in sports and working with Special Olympics gave her the competitive edge amongst the competition. And she won on her first try, like MBD again. And I believe that this brings us to a coaching moment here. And it's 
one, like we're talking a lot about Gracie, obviously the podcast is about her, uh, but don't be discouraged if you've been competing for a while and you really haven't won. Like some individuals like Gracie, they've been fortunate enough to be surrounded by successful people mm-hmm. and has been taught either directly or indirectly how to be successful. Like others, I mean, just speaking from personal experience, you know, was not raised in that kind of environment. So like I had to learn through a lot of life experiences and books and mentorship on how to be successful. Now, like this doesn't downplay Gracie's success either. I mean, there's still like a lot of effort. I mean, she had the choice to whether learn um, like those successes and implement into her life. Um, And even more so like personally who she is from what Jesse has told me, like that's the true marker of success. If you know, you're able to stay grounded in the midst of success. But um, for, for you, you might not have had that surrounding. So, you're going to have a different learning curve than Gracie. It doesn't necessarily mean that you won't win your pageant. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that if you've had a similar um, background to Gracie, as we'll see here in a little bit, that you'll win your pageant right out the gate because, you know, pageantry doesn't necessarily care. But there are principles of success that you learn by being around successful people um, consistently that you just pick up on again, either directly or indirectly patterns of thinking patterns of work ethic patterns of like, Oh, you want to be successful, work with a coach, work with a consultant, find someone who's already been there and done that and let them teach you how to do it. That's one of the major takeaways I took away from my successful mentors in business. Um, they're like, don't go through the learning process yourself, hire someone, crush the learning curve you get there faster and better um than like what you would have gotten there on your own so um it's certain things like that that i basically just want to bring to light so if you're like yeah i mean my parents entered the nfl team i could probably win right out the gate too yeah so it doesn't have to be that way because we've covered numerous amounts of people whose stories was vastly different and they got to the highest level of successes in pageantry Well, I'll give an apples to apples comparison. So I'm going to give a spoiler alert. Gracie, um, Gracie went back and won Miss Texas International, Miss Texas International a couple of years later and her predecessor, Courtney Keller. And I don't want to mess this up because I don't know the full story, but I do know Courtney's platform is about supporting children with incarcerated parents because Courtney's parents were incarcerated. One or both of Courtney's parents were incarcerated during her childhood. And that is the complete opposite upbringing of Gracie's. And she still won her first time at the pageant. So you don't need to have the exact same upbringing of somebody else. And you can still be successful. I will say Courtney did all the right things. She shopped at the right place. She had a professional hair and makeup artist. So again, like you talked about crushing the learning curve, it just comes from a different place. So you can still win your first time out with a totally different set of circumstances. Um, and again, same pageant system, same state. So completely apples to apples. Love that. Yeah. I hope I didn't butcher that story, Courtney, if she's listening. Yeah. Um, but it was it was close enough and it definitely hit the point home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so throughout her year, she turned her platform, Breaking Barriers Through Sports, into a nonprofit and was able to leverage her knowledge and connections in the sports industry to help a boy meet one of his favorite MLS players with the Make-A-Wish Foundation. She attended events of other organizations 
including, of course, the Special Olympics, NFL Play 60, and Best Buddies. This is a perfect example of how winning a pageant can really amplify the connections and the network that a contestant has made uh, to make an even bigger impact using their title. And everyone's platform has the potential to make a difference in someone else's life. And this is just truly the epitome of pageantry. Mm -hmm. And Gracie went on to place as a third runner-up at Nationals, which was only her second pageant. And Gracie then took to the Miss Teen USA, Miss Teen Texas USA stage and placed at the fourth runner-up level with this being her first attempt at her new system and her third pageant ever. Yeah. And in 2018, Gracie went on to compete at Miss Texas International Pageant, promoting her passion for sports fitness and fashion she ultimately took home this title as well and gracie competed at the national level once again and this time placed in the top 10 and won the fitness award and gracie has never not placed in a pageant as you can hear and which could be related to the fact that her family is very supportive and very knowledgeable about both the pageant and the sports world which two things combined definitely give a competitive edge yeah and she is not announced if she'll be competing in another pageant but she definitely has been focusing on her community um, advocacy and enjoying the family success of winning the 2020 super bowl as she should Mm -hmm. and one thing it takes one thing to remember about gracie's story is how humble she remains throughout each step she takes her purpose has always been to serve others and this is the focus of her purpose and her brand you know what and like when you're humble people want to help you regardless Mm -hmm. of where you are like people want to like just go above and beyond and i'm not saying i'm the most humble person on the planet but like i will say that my i had something with the website like um, i found it out last night um, before I was going to bed, I was playing around the website and I tried to scroll up after I clicked on a address image, I tried to scroll up and it wouldn't scroll up. I'm like, huh. And we just had some new features roll out, um, on Thursday. And so it's not uncommon for sometimes there to be a little other hiccup. And so I messaged the tech team. I'm like, Hey, this, this thing's going on. And you know, they're not working on, on weekends and they all came back in the office uh, this morning like, hey, you know, we had another client that asked us and experiencing some hiccups, like, but he's kind of a jerk. This is what they told me. Like, so we just told him we don't work on weekends, but we're all here for you to help you. Like, because like Aww. we really love this project. Yeah. And I'm like, that is, you know, it, it really made, it was a kind of a feel good moment because you have these people, I've never met them. They're in India, you know, they're, um, and they're not coming into the office because they're all quarantined, but they all logged on and they did what they needed to do to, um, well, to try to fix it, they're not actually able to fix it until um, Monday because of some other things. But like they tweaked some other things that kind of made it a nice workaround. But um, anyways, but like regardless of what like Hollywood and the media promotes about, you know, these leaders that are kind of domineering and just kind of jerks. You know how you see that a lot and like with mm-hmm. influential people or whatever, like Hollywood pr- produces and people just kind of jump to and do whatever they say in real life it just doesn't transition that way and there will be some people that do it out of fear or whatever but like you always get the most out of people um but when they feel like you you care and like really care about their well-being and so i just want to you know as as a title holder you're going to get your you're going to get your success like you are going to win that like state, that national, that international title. I know it. Like if you have that goal in your mind, right? Like you will achieve it. As long as you don't give up faith, 
you will absolutely achieve it. The, the, the trick is, it's like, if it almost like the saying, I'm kind of going to butcher it because I'm on the spot, but it's like, if the devil can't get you with failure, he'll get you with success. So it's like either your failure can crush you or your success can, but it's, it's just important to remain true to your roots, regardless if you accomplished anything or if you are, if you're on the top of the mountain, so to speak, because you really will like you're way more encouraging and way more effective as a leader. If you do it from a place of servanthood. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I don't remember if that was mine or am I supposed to go now? You're up. Okay. Um, okay. So she really, um, receives joy from unity and promoting inclusivity by leaving the world a better place than she came into it. She has passion to serve others, which doesn't always happen from cheering on the sidelines. And Gracie has taken the extra steps to go above and beyond to connect people of different backgrounds using sports. And even though she can't play sports anymore, this gives her more reason to use her skills and knowledge to help others play, enjoy, and grow. Yeah, we aren't sure if or when Gracie will compete next. We could see her on the pageant stage or on national television on a sporting event. Whatever the occasion may be, we look forward to seeing um, her continue to pave her own path day by day and congratulate her on her success and her family on being the 2020 Super Bowl champions. So let's finish with words directly from Gracie. She says, pageantry has proven an incredible journey of further self-discovery, endless opportunities for service, and amazing new friends and possibilities. My story is still being written day by day. We are all a work in progress, and thank goodness God's not finished with any of us yet. And if you would like to be a featured contestant on our next podcast, create a contestant profile with all of your information, hidden facts, and what makes you special. Then email support at Pageant Planet with the title podcast feature so we can review your profile, and we'll let you know after you submit if you're scheduled. Also, a special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing the research, and thank you for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or from ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does. It helps us keep the show going. Until next time, take care. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.